Maybe I'm just nostalgic Or maybe it's truly magical I'm Andrew. And I'm Brooke. And this is a Disneyto live, live stream. <laughs> Whatever. Hey. It's live. Hi. It's live. And you can see us and we cannot see you. Welcome, Disneyto's, to a, well, I mean, this is the first Disneyto anything. Oh my in God, somebody's in Magic Kingdom right long? now. Who is that? Well, that's way better than this couch. I think that that's actually Emma. Oh, Hi. I want to be a Magic Kingdom. We this is the first time in the new studio, studio on the casting couch. If on the you casting know what couch. We mean. Um, in Matt, Matt's a homeowner. Producer Matt owns all of this. Who would have thought? You know, when when we kicked off Disneyto, we were at my house. We had dogs chewing wires. Now we're on a casting couch at Matt's home that he owns. You know, we're we're all growing up. <laughs> We didn't make it very far, did we? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was trying to make it seem like we did get somewhere. Um, but in reality, we're, we just made it to a different couch. Uh, this one happens to have a ring light and some nice ambient lighting. Yes. Um, anyway, welcome. We have definitely missed talking to you all. Uh, well, actually, we mainly talk to each other and you guys just listen to us, but whatever. We love it. Yeah, that's <laughs> how we like to roll. Um, did, when was the last Disney episode? I feel like we did a like surprise one a few months ago, or was that like over a year ago now? I don't even remember anymore. I don't know if you guys can relate, but the last like, what, 18 months is <clears throat> just kind of a blur. Yeah, I think we, we can all relate to that. We keep saying like, how was this last year for you? But it, we're now like it sucked for a year everyone. and a half in. Yeah. We all we know it sucked for everyone. Um, but Disney has done some really cool things uh, since 2020, and we haven't been here to talk about it. But one thing that they did is something that we had freaking called out on our podcast years ago. And that was that Cruella DeVille should have a fucking origin story because I fell from the start that this chick had some deep-seated issues that we weren't clued in on, and that's why she was the mess that she was. And I guess someone at Disney, Emma, are you, like, leaking information to people? <laughs> what do we know? Because they definitely jacked our I'm idea. In Florida because I live in Florida. <laughs> Who said that? Uh, that would be uh, Kevin Sateris. Oh. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin. How's the weather in Florida? I know it was raining in Miami yesterday. Anyway, I don't really care about the weather in Florida. Anyway, <laughs> you can't just read the comments out of nowhere and then expect me to know what the hell's going on. Uh, they're right here. Yeah, but I can't read that. Uh, That's too far away from me. I, I can't read any of that. I got a new contact prescription so I can see. Now. Yeah, well, my glasses only get me so far in life uh, and they're mainly for fashion anyway. <laughs> uh, all right, Cruella. So I hadn't seen it. I saw it last night. So I did watch, uh, but I was really kind of like pissed at Disney for making you buy the premiere access to watch anything. That's why I still haven't seen Mulan. Did Don't you judge buy me. it? Yeah. It's on Plex. 
whatever, dude. I bought, I fucking, <laughs> I spent the money. Shit. Okay. I spent the $30 to get <laughs> premiere access to watch Cruella and I watched it last night during thunderstorms. Oh, that would have been nice. It set the mood. I felt like it goes actually very well with the movie. It does. And and I think uh, what we predicted in that episode years ago, and I think that was about villains, right? We were talking about Disney villains. Um, Everything I said was pretty much right. So I want my cut of the the money for this movie because it was basically all my idea. And by that, I mean, I knew she had issues and she did. (laughs) But like you really (laughs) did call it pretty well. I did. You would be a great therapist. Or I'd be really good at creating Disney movies. <laughs> One of the two. I think they kind of go hand in hand, to be honest. Uh, maybe maybe they have therapists write the Disney movie so that people are so emotionally fucked up they have to go to therapy. There's like a conspiracy between you know therapists what? and Disney to really mess up people so that they have issues so that they go see the therapist later and it keeps them employed. What do you think? What do you think about that? I mean, I could see it 100%. That makes sense. I That's think why it's every Disney now. movie is so traumatic and emotional. Well, exactly. Everybody's dying. Parents are dying. Children are dying. Friends are dying. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's dying. Speaking of dying. What movie don't they die in? Somebody, uh, I feel like somebody dies in almost every Disney movie. Nobody dies in Toy Story, right? Except for like the dad who I guess is already dead. Well, the toys, there's some trauma there. Well, yeah. We lose toys. I mean, the first 20 minutes, we lose Buzz and Woody at different But they're not dead. We don't know that. Not not at that point. I feel like we do. We know that now. Um, But speaking of death. As we were saying. And trauma. (laughs) I I think Cruella has probably the least traumatic parental death. Spoiler alert. Uh, of any Disney movie of all time. <laughs> because <laughs> if you have seen Cruella, <laughs> in like the first, what is it? Within the first 20 minutes yeah, that happens, there's a death. And let me just set the scene. If you haven't seen it, if you're good with spoilers, and even if you have seen it, it's very let's traumatic. just, let's reflect on it for a second. Cruella, whose name is, we learn is Estella, makes more sense. Cool. Her and her her mom, I'm doing air quotes, mom, go, they're going to move to London or whatever. Um, I forget that whole plot line, but they're going to move to London, I'm pretty sure. And her mom, like, needs money, and they, like, stop by this, what's it called? Like, Helm, Helm Hall? Uh, Helm Hall, yeah. Yeah, they stop by Helm Hall, which is this grand estate, blah, 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 where there's a grandiose ball happening, um, and we kind of don't really know what's going on, and Estella, yeah, Estella's mom gets out. She's like, I'm just going to go see, like, I know this person. Maybe I can get us some money so that we can kind of get on our feet in London, blah, 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 boring adult stuff. Um, So she goes in, and (laughs) little Estella is in the car, And she decides she's going to be a bad little kid like we all were. And she's going to run around, blah, 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 what have you. Anyway, she causes a scene in the ball. And essentially these dogs, a.k.a. Dalmatians, are sent after her. And (laughs) there's a a series of events where she's running around and these dogs are chasing her. And she gets to the garden outside. It's very pretty. She sees her mom talking to this person in a gown. We don't really know who it is. And 
the Dalmatians that were chasing Estella suddenly charge poor Estella's mom. <laughs> Viciously. Viciously. Quickly. No, she has no time to react. No, no time to brace herself for the impact of three Dalmatians hurtling at her and then pushing her not just off a cliff, but like pushing her, jumping up and shoving her over a rail with enough force and momentum that Launching her, her whole body flings over this like three foot railing and she plunges to her death. Quickly. On the English cliffside into the ocean, and she is no more. R.I.P. Obviously, Estella's mom. Um, and Estella watched the whole thing. Happen. She watched the whole thing, and she thought it was her fault. Thinks it's her fault um, because the dogs had been chasing her. And then, for some reason, we 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 don't know. They go and and get her mom. Um, hilarious. <laughs> I cracked up. <laughs> I was like, is this supposed to be sad? Like, it's a parent dying in front of their child. Like, yeah, it's probably supposed to be sad. But so funny. It was a little too... It was too... It was like... Yeah. It was way too in your face, I thought. Um, Oh, Matt's on screen. Yes, he must have an an opinion. Do you think... I mean, I agree with you that it is funny. But do you think the fact that it's just... I feel like the CGI dogs don't help the situation at all. They were not quite as good as they should have been listen either. i've seen cgi lion king i know we can get some good cgi exactly up in this bitch um cgi and lion king was like realistic as fuck it was and and here's the th- here's the thing i'm glad we brought up the cgi dogs because i have opinions um i get for lion king needing to do cgi you can't really train the lions to do all of those things and there were there were issues with cgi lion king and animals not being able to show emotion blah 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 but we can train dogs. There's plenty of dog actors. We've seen Airbud. Yes. We yes. know. So why you're telling me Disney in all of their infinite resources couldn't find three trained Dalmatians to have done a scene where they're running around? That's all they needed to and do. And then run at someone and, and jump on her? You're telling me. They could have probably done that for like a thousand dollars. Yeah. That three, there's no three Dalmatians in this world. It's not like they, they had a scene found. with a hundred Dalmatians. There's no, no or a not a hundred Dalmatians. Of them. Three. It was three fucking dogs that are all the same, which means they probably had like one that they just copied, right? Copy paste, baby. That's how you do it. Yeah, that was actually. Now that you, I did notice that the Dalmatians were not that great of no. CGI. And, and and there's literally a scene in the movie where the three CGI Dalmatians sit down to watch TV. And it's like, you're telling me you can't teach Dalmatians to sit? I think that that's what bothered me the most was that there'd be scenes, even with like Estella's dog, where it would bounce between like real dog and CGI dog. But there was no rhyme or reason why it would why? be a CG dog. Yes. Like it would be like, oh, this dog walked up and sat next to the fountain. And it's like. There's no trained dog that can sit at a fountain? Dogs hit their mark, you know? Like, you can train a dog, like many other animals, to hit a mark. Especially how long it takes them to make a movie. L- listen, I can train my dogs to hit a mark. And they are, they're wild animals, those, those dogs. And they could do it. If Coda can hit a mark, Those damn dog dogs can. can do it, especially Disney dogs. Yeah, Disney Like, come on. I just thought that was a, a cheap cop out, and it just like it, for me seeing that it, for it momentarily takes me out of the film because I'm like, come on, really? I don't know if anyone else felt that way, but man, that really kind of just like mm, irritated me. I was like, I know you got a big budget for this shit. Get some real dogs. 
You got enough money to do CGI dogs. That's way more expensive than a real dog. And you can't convince me otherwise. No. Dogs aside, though, uh, I did like the overall aesthetic of the movie. And how very, it was very dark, dark, grungy, avant-garde. Yes, avant-garde is exactly how I would describe mm-hmm. it. Um, I really love that it also had like a little bit of a Devil Wears Prada vibe throughout the whole thing. It did, yeah. Uh, with like those two characters. it. I really enjoyed the movie overall. Um, it was a long-ass movie, but... Oof. I was totally fine with it. At the end of it, I was sad it was over. Uh, And I'm excited for the next one to come out. Yeah, you you know how I feel about long movies. And this one was probably 30 to 40 minutes too too long. Yeah, I did. Okay, shut up. We we know. (laughs) I I, paid for it. And I agree with you guys that the... So the guy who directed this is like really starting to become one of my favorite directors because the other films that he did was Lars and the Real Girl and I, Tanya, if you watched either one of those. But like all of those films, he has a very unique like filming and editing style where it's just like the camera's never not moving. And I think that that really helped a lot. Like I think that if Cruella had a lot of static shots of them like sitting and talking, it would have dragged. But the fact that like the way that they shot like even their little like heists when they were just like picking pockets on the bus like it made it like really more entertaining to watch as it's just like bouncing all over the place it also Um, helps i love like dark shit and fashion so i was super about the movie i think like all the dresses and stuff that went to it because you know disney like uh the fashion they took their time with all that shit so many cool gowns and outfits and uh i loved her little friend she made what was his name that had the little shop art Yes. Oh, Artie, yeah. Artie. Like, loved their dynamic throughout the whole thing. I wish he would have played a a bigger role, honestly. I thought he was really intriguing, and I thought it was awesome that Disney was kind of representing, like, this queer character, finally, like, in a big, huge budget film. Yes. With, like, an iconic character from classic Disney film. And I felt like they could have just, they could have elevated him a little bit more, I thought. Um, But but just still, still such an awesome addition to. Let's to the film. give them a clap for giving us sign of equality. And talking about like the fashion piece of it, like I was telling somebody that this this movie at like a lot of points is like RuPaul presents the Joker. Like it's just like elements yeah. of the Joker, but with like a real campy drag type style to mm-hmm. her fashion. Yeah, she yeah she did. She she really did have a a drag um fashion sense, and I loved it. That trash gown she makes, and she when that they dump the fucking gown? trash truck, and it's like her gown. That was awesome. That was sick. That's some Met Gala shit. That was literally some Met Gala. Shit. Really, that, that was, if that would happen, if people would talk about that for it would years, be sick. That would be like the thing of the year. They really did a good job of making Corella like I. Corella was like became my like I wasn't a huge fan of 101 Dalmatians. Like, I was fine with it, but it wasn't, like, one of my favorite movies at all. Um, this made me, like, really like the franchise more, but, like, absolutely love Cruella. Yeah, I, well... I, I thought it was so good. I, I like that they... We got an origin story. We got more history, more depth. Yes. Um, it's obviously probably not what they were planning or even thinking about when they made the, the animated... Not at all. ...movie, but I think, you know, we saw 
pieces of this Cruella when they did the live action one with Glenn Close, who is actually an executive producer. If you watch the credits, which is you super pointed sick. that out, I didn't even know. Yeah, I saw that come up. I was like, hell yeah, Glenn Close was an executive producer. She was the OG live action Cruella. When did that movie come out? Like ninety seven. I'll check and confirm. Ninety seven. Maybe it was later. It might than have that. been ninety seven. I thought it was a could have been like 98 99 96 oh, oh. <sighs> I thought I was older when it came out I was just a little baby, little baby. I forgot that Jeff Daniels was in that too He's Roger right Yeah he's a yeah. schlub <laughs> So what? let me ask you guys a question Don't disrespect Jeff Let me Daniels. ask you guys a question about this real quick cuz I think that for the most part, I like what they did with the characters and like it does feel like it kind of bleeds into the cartoon. The only one that bothers me is that I don't see how the Jasper of this movie ever becomes the the Jasper that we know from other movies. Yeah, because Jasper in, in Cruella seems to be more grounded and have a head on his shoulders. Um than the one that we see in the animated yeah, like Because Horace is perfect. They like nailed... Yeah, Horace the- was, was great. But I feel like, again, they were giving characters more depth. And like, maybe they're... Like, obviously, there's a history there. They go through more stuff before we get to the events of 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. I presume. Because we are introduced to Anita and Roger yep. in Cruella. Um, which, by the way, they got Ke- uh, Kevin Novak to be Roger which total stud everyone should watch what we do in the shadows best show so hilarious but he's nandor in that anyway total stud i fi- i thought since they got since they cast him like a, a more you know i would say he's a recognizable actor yeah he really didn't do anything so supposedly i was gonna say is this a lead into like a live action 101 dalmatians like reboot or something so all i've heard is that disney has apparently already secretly greenlit cruella 2 yes um Uh, so i think that we're building more to will this be 101 dalmatians from her perspective i (gasps) would love that shit oh fuck yeah hold on a second did she call it again? She called it again. Now yes. that you mentioned that, we have to talk about what, like, while I was watching this movie for the most part, I was like, okay, I'm into this. Do I love it? I don't know. Then a specific scene happened, and I was like, I love this movie. And that is the moth dress into the art singing, Now I Want to Be Your Dog, as she walks out wearing a gown made out of Dalmatians to make the Baroness think that she murdered her dogs. So good. That is such a savage, cold-blooded move. Premeditated. It's so good. So premeditated. She she was so ready to fuck up the Baroness's name. I murdered your fucking CGI dogs, bitch. And just like... Her stitching that mm. gown... And then just knowing, I love that knowing the whole time she knew what she was doing. And we didn't know we had that surprise. It was just like. That's when she, she, everyone, she made everyone's outfits, right? Yes. Everyone came in with the wigs and whatnot. Okay. Try, I've only seen it once, guys. Um, But that was. I watch it again when I get home. Son of a bitch. That whole sequence was very, um, what did it remind me of? It reminded me of something. Well, I can't remember now, but it, it reminded me of something previously, I guess. I don't know. Um, but just totally sick. And, and again, I wish we had more Artie. Yeah. Because he was pretty he, sweet. He rocked it. I think he'll come out hopefully more in the second one. Because this one obviously was like mainly focusing on Corella. Um, But I love, they really did set up for the second one at the end. 
where they kind of were like they got to the new place and they're like, like i Let's have do some this. ideas yes Ooh. and i what cannot wait to see this thing like take off hopefully i mean it'll probably be like four years from now and we'll forget about the movie until then and come back to it but yeah we'll be old by then um dead de- probably dead, dead probably probably um r.i.p us obviously obviously <laughs> um oh there was something else in the movie i wanted to talk about and now i forget uh as usual, we, we did not prepare by writing anything down Guys, ahead of it's time. it's not our style. We don't we don't write stuff down. We don't we prepare. Do and when I say we, I mean he doesn't write stuff We down. have empty coffee cup mugs. <laughs> I thought that was going to be the whole thing. I want you to know that like 10 minutes before this live stream started, we had finished our tea in these mugs because we're adults now. We're not just drinking wine on Tuesdays sober. anymore. On um, the weekdays. <laughs> and... And fucking Welch over here is like, let's pretend we have stuff in our mugs the whole time. Like, let's take fake sips and like fake stir and cheers. There's, there is nothing in here. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but I think what you said earlier on about it being very devil's wear, uh, devil's, devil wears Prada is dead on because that's what it felt like. Yeah. It literally, like, and, like, the dynamic between them, especially when they started working together, like, as soon as she got the job, it was, oh, like, instant. Devil Wears Prada for the next, like, half hour mm-hmm. um, with the web. But I, I liked how they did it. I liked that they did it was, that. It was really entertaining. I loved um, seeing, like, all of her sketches and, like, the, the way she would modify dresses and yes. kind of bring new life to them. That was really cool to watch. It was very, like, I mean, I assume it's a super creative process, but as someone who can't do that and has never really been yep. interested in watching that process, I was like, actually, this is super cool. Um, and uh, to just, I would just say, too, like, she killed that role as Corella. She did. You know, her accent kind of bothered me a little bit. And, like, obviously, I don't know really what a good English accent sounds like because well, I'm she's, just a trash she's American. She's an orphan, but- so maybe that was also part of her, like, finding her own it was like character i see what you mean i looked at it tried to look at as like her putting on this like persona but i guess she was she was acting yeah um one thing i wasn't the biggest fan of and and you see it from the beginning that estella's got this cruel side and her you know mom calls her cruella because she's being so cruel i I kind of didn't like that they had already planted it in our heads that she's got this evil side. And we learn later down the line why she does. Um, It's, you know, genetic, I guess. But it just felt kind of cheap to me. I kind of really wanted there, like maybe I'm sick, but I really wanted there to be trauma that like really turned her. And like, I guess watching your mother die via CGI Dalmatian um, (laughs) is a a pretty rough thing to go through. But I, but I really wanted more. I wanted more trauma for her. You know, a little more bit than, though. More than being it. an orphan and watching her mom die and living on the streets and having to be like uh, a really sophisticated thief at a young age. Yeah, I wanted more than that. Yeah, because is that terrible? Now, if she found out the trauma she knew by the end of the movie at the beginning, that, that would be different. Then yeah. it would make total sense. But. She didn't know everything. No, how, and she, she was already like was. kind of fucked up. So I was like, yeah. this kind of feels cheap, especially when you find out everything in the end. You you learn all the twists and turns. It's kind of just like, oh. Well, when I think about mm-hmm. it, like, how did I not see that coming? Well, that's the thing. Once you learn <laughs> really it, you're didn't. like, that you're just like, oh. Now it eh. makes sense. Eh. They got me good though. They got me good. It was a pretty good twist in the sense that I didn't 
pick up on it as quickly as I would have assumed I would have. That's but they I mean. kind of yeah. started to telegraph it a little bit um, as the Baroness becomes more of a central character in the movie. They kind of really start to kind of telegraph that whole thing. I'm really nervous about like dropping spoilers in case anyone hasn't seen it. Should we have put a spoiler warning? When on? I when I posted this, I did say that there would be spoilers. So, okay. So they've been warned. And if you're still watching, there's going to be spoilers now. Um, <laughs> so by now, we all know that the Baroness is Cruella's real mom. Who birthed her and immediately wanted her son to her death. Understandable. She didn't want you her. Know? She wanted the glory for herself. Who really wants to ruin their dope Baroness body? But she didn't know, right? She didn't know that she was still alive. Yeah, because she thought, what's his name? She Do thought we that learn her assistant. His name? Yeah, what's the assistant's name? I think it's John. Is it John? I want to call him Michael. I, I'm, I'm just going to say he played the same character in this as he did in Kingsman, and I loved it. <laughs> That's what he's from. Yeah, it's oh. the same dude. He, he was the same person, basically. Okay, I was like, I know this guy. Love him. It's weird. As soon as I saw uh, Kevin Novak as Roger, I was like, oh, Kevin Novak, Nandor, here we go. Nice. But that guy, nope, couldn't couldn't fucking figure out who that was. Uh, no, well, as soon as I saw him, I was like, where are you from? Where are also, you from? Also, tell me if this is uh, a controversial thing to say. Whew, Lord, here we go. Uh, he, it is John. It is John. It is John. Okay. And I just want to read this real quick because it touches on something that uh, I think we'd, we'd all three of us appreciate. Um, the actor who played Horace uh, said in an interview that he drew most of his inspiration for Horace from watching Bob Hopkins play Mr. Schmee in Hook. <gasps> Smee! I, fucking, yeah. I watched Hook uh, when I was at the beach the other week. <laughs> it's a good movie still. It's on Netflix now. Everyone watch Hook. Uh, mommy could do it, which is like <laughs> one of my favorite insults of all time. That shit is savage. Mommy could do it. Now I forget what I was saying. Thanks a lot, Max. Sorry, I'm the worst friend. Let us know what you think was the least traumatic parent death in a Disney film. This one. Because yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, yeah, it wasn't traumatic at all. No, it was not traumatic in the least. Like, well, I mean, I guess I'm not like a child. But even if I were, I'd be like, that's that's pretty funny. The second push off the cliff when she pushed Corella was more traumatic. I thought that was stupid i'm not gonna lie i that was that was the moment where my suspension of disbelief broke a little bit she had a you're telling me she had a parachute (laughs) strapped into her outfit as a stella that got a little too like oceans 11 remember she it, it was a good skirt it was a good skirt. That she made into a parachute. Yeah. Andrew, let's not make it something it's not. <laughs> I thought it was badass. No. And she she flips off the balcony, you know, and, and parachutes into rough seawaters where Horace, so that... who's a big dude, is sitting in a little wooden dinghy in the middle of rough seas. That's where it got cheesy. And she lands right in front of him. Yeah. That's where it got cheesy. Get out of here. The parachute, that's worse than the CGI. The parachute was cool. Dalmatians. Like if she would have just parachuted and they, it just showed her parachuting to like a Where beach. did she learn to parachute? She's an orphan. They do everything. They don't fucking parachute. They're quick on their feet. In London in the 1960s and 70s. Well, I'm sure she had some planning ahead, right? Also, was it just me or did this feel like it was earlier than the 1970s? I kind of agree. It kept kind of 
decade jumping all over the place as far as i felt uh, i also was felt, it supposed to take place in the 70s yeah yeah i also thought it didn't feel 70s to, if, but i didn't grow up in 70s london yeah, obviously it was like it felt very 20s 60s the 70s. to me it, it used a lot of 60s music there was a lot of needle drops in this movie like an absurd amount of needle drops the soundtrack i loved yeah no i agree but music i feel like I it was literally like I think there's maybe five minutes of the movie that isn't like a popular song playing very loudly while something happens. Mm-hmm. It was very music video-y in that sense. I don't remember a lot of the music, if I'm being honest. I don't have, I, I don't understand so good. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember a lot of things. She's um, getting old. Yeah, not as old as Matt, but I'm getting there. Um, Here's one thing that irritated me as well. And this is very minor and just me being picky. Um, but whatever. Uh, so Estella has a puppy, Buddy. And when she meets Jasper and Horace in London, they have a little chihuahua named Wink. Uh, how did those dogs live for like what seems like 15 years? Completely unaged. Yeah, they really didn't age at all. Like I assume like when she has Buddy, he's a puppy. And then we see that other dog i assume that's just buddy grown up they don't really clarify but wink is still the same and i'm like how, how, how? yeah so wink and wink was an adult dog as yeah, a child I mean, that's so what i'm i'm led to believe Wink's like 20s say, in his 20s according yeah. to wiki it says that it's a 10-year jump that we're seeing from the first half to the second half that's still a pretty good jump for for dogs like they're yeah. getting kind of older at 10 yeah wink definitely should not be able to do the things that no, wink is he, doing he is a very limber 10 plus year old dog or is it a new wink i mean they made it seem exactly they, the they same they found they found another one-eyed chihuahua and named him the same thing as their childhood one-eyed chihuahua i uh. mean i guess it could happen but does disney kill pets <laughs> does disney kill pets they kill everything Which pet died i don't know bambi's mom I feel like they, she could have been a pet but it's that's only if the animal is a character as did if disney it's a do old yeller yes <laughs> well no, there you fuck. go folks <laughs> old fucking yeller the most traumatic of them all that one is really sad it's horrible don't watch it guys all right never mind they 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 did that with um, all of it. But I, uh, so I was texting you guys in the scene where Cruella is Chihuahuas driving. Chihuahuas are the devil's dog. They live forever. <laughs> what? I would agree with that. There's too many of them. They're overpopulated. Without saying, hey, I'm going to read this. Give me some freaking context here. So well, I producer know Matt's on. swiping on Tinder. He's trying to get a hot date, I'm guys. On, <laughs> he is swiping I'm, on Tinder. I'm on Disney death count to see if I can find any animal deaths or pet deaths in disney films who has time to run such a site disney death counts <laughs> i mean people that's a lot of work if you think about it yeah think of all the is. data points you would need Ugh. where do you get that information i mean do you watch it do you compile data from other people <laughs> i don't know is there how do you trust there, it what's like, the validation process does disney keep count and you have to contact them to get the the information you know that would be months of work for each one but you know that it's not just like hey can you give me all this you know actually you know what i'm not surprised people do some weird oh. shit and put all it right, on right, the that's internet that's not a pet never mind Who? <laughs> it's gonna be like the lion king mufasa, See? mufasa <laughs> not, not a pet not a pet old yeller definitely a pet i can't think of a single one besides old yeller besides did. old yeller fucking old yeller dude you know the dog in toy story 
dies. He gets old as shit in the one. Not in the movie. Don't die, though. Yeah, but you can kind of guess. <laughs> I feel like they won't kill a pet. Except but they for did. Yeller. They killed Damn old Yeller. Maybe not since. Because that was so traumatic. Yeah, maybe they learned a lesson. It's like, just kill the parents. Yeah. Less traumatic than a pet. You know what? Death and parents, divorced parents. That's our That's our. MO. That's <laughs> broken families. Love it. Builds character. Dying Actually, pets. Actually, it is all about broken clear. families. That's what it all more though? is. I was just, I was like, who's oh, not a broken family? Hold on a second. Here's one. Here's an undeniable pet death. An undeniable pet death. Um, Oliver and company, the villains, two dogs, uh, Roscoe and DeSato are electrocuted and then dropped off of a, a train track. But they were villains. That's still That's a pet. still a pet. They're still the villain's pet. They weren't happy and joyful in our life <laughs> as the viewer. Listen, Rowdy is kind of vicious. So somebody might consider him a villain's dog, which he's my dog. So true. But how how dare you <laughs> discount him because he's a villain's dog? How dare you? Don't ever. I'm just saying like. That's, that's like still saying the Siamese like kind of cats. proves my point of there's no like beloved pets that have died. They are beloved by the villain. You think just because he's a it's villain. A, you think I don't have a heart for my dog? Like you think I don't love my dog just because I'm a villain? You're not a villain. That's though. the only thing I love. <laughs> You're not a villain. No, but I, very re- nice. I really want to portray as if I am a villain. I don't want to seem weak. That's the guy yeah, I know, but you're Come not. Come on. <laughs> Let me have You're kind. I'm sorry. I'm so mean and tough. And I don't care about any of you. You're holding a pillow. like To cover my fat. I'm sensitive. Damn it. Oh. Villain. Stop it. I am a villain. Evil over here. Such a villain. Ugh. Oh, my God. What else do we got to do to make people run away from this live stream? We, I feel like we've already done it. They're already out of here. It's fine. Is anybody loved besides the person already at Magic Honestly, Kingdom? I feel better without people watching because it's like good. Whoever's it's like, at Magic Kingdom's probably just showing people there like, look at these oh fucking idiots. Yeah, who's that? Someone someone said they're at Magic Kingdom that was right Emma. now. Emma, what are you aren't you supposed to be working? <laughs> what are you doing? Get back to work. Put your phone away. Be a princess. Could you imagine? Being a princess? Yeah. Or like working at Magic Kingdom? Both. Oh. What Being princess? a princess <gasps> as Who? If you like if Magic you Kingdom. were a cast member at Mag- or at any of the Disney parks and you could be whatever character you wanted, who would you be? I picture you as Peter Pan. Um, and not because you're gay. I went as him for but Halloween. You have a very svelte Peter Pan figure. That's who I went as for Halloween in Disney when I went in high school. Well, see, I, I wasn't far off. Though. But I would do Tinkerbell because I want to be the person that gets to go on the wire. <gasps> the zip line. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want to do the zip line. That that's would all. be fun. Or whichever Disney character makes the most kids scream and cry. <gasps> like if it's one where like I walk around and kids just freak out. Like, well, ah! I feel like being the evil queen would be so fun. Yeah. It'd just be such a Ooh, bitch. One of the mean people. ones. Ugh. Yes. I feel like I could easily pull off and like one of the ugly stepsisters <laughs> easily you don't even have to do much to me and i and i have the personality for it too so like i could nail it <laughs> honestly i feel like that would be the easiest role for me to take on 
You're so self-deprecating. But who, like, who would I want to be? I would want to be Pocahontas, but I'm just a white chick, so that'd be whitewashing a Native American uh, figure, and we've done enough of that in history, so I'll leave that to an actual Native American, um, as it should be, so. Such as? Such as, I, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. You want would, me to just name drop Native just American people? Some random yeah. college student, probably. I, I would imagine. Yeah. Do you know any Native American actors or actresses? Well, they're not. They're not hiring actual actors and actresses from Hollywood to be a princess at the you Disney don't park. Know Matt? Yeah. Listen, this is our own fictional. This world. is a casting couch. Yeah. That's true. We are on the we casting are couch. Casting. Listen, we're going into a, a separate episode of Cast Your Own Magic. Surprise! <laughs> we changed it up on you. Okay. Well, speaking of casting. And Cruella, I thought Emma Stone did really well. Wasn't a super fan of the accent, but I mean, she's a killer actress and she did a wonderful job. Um, the guy who plays Jasper, I'll be honest, and I thought that he was Oscar Nunez. Is that his name? The Oscar in the office. Okay. Because if you look at him real quick, the oh, same kind of like my God. facial structure, yes. same skin tone, they look very similar. From a quick glance. And then, like, you can clearly realize it's not him. But at first, it threw me off. I just got the impression that he was just, like, sad and into her and never said anything. I, I agree. I think he loved her. Yes. And never expressed that. And but he So he was in love with Estella. Yes. And not Cruella. So I think when they laid Estella to rest, that was particularly hard on him. He had to kind of, like, bury his feelings yes. for her along with her fake... Did yeah. you recognize who Jasper was? Yes. No. All right. So Brad Pitt. I'm going to, I'm not even going <laughs> to attempt. We, who we had on the show. Yeah. We had, we did have Brad Pitt on the show before. Um, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his name, but he was from Game of Thrones. He was. Uh, let when, me read. Let me see yeah. it. Who is he That's in a lot of Game? Text. He's his Dar Zolorak. Okay. Oh, he's one of the, the sons of the harpy. Well, nobody likes the Sons of the Harpy, so Love no, the no name, wonder. Um, ugh, everything in Marine with Daenerys is so fucking long-winded and drawn out and blah, blah, blah. So political and dumb. Anyway. What else do you think, Brooke? Oh, about what? I've got lots of thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> we we could I could tell you lots of things. I could tell you how I feel about a lot of different things. Matt's outfit. <laughs> Oof. Well, okay. Let's start with the socks. Number one. What? <laughs> Tragic. The no shows again. The fucking no show socks. They look like ballet slippers. Last time I wore other socks, you were like, you got to get back to those no shows. <laughs> no, so I actively need... made it a point to put on no shows today to avoid being insulted about my footwear. You need you need a good in between sock. I thought I had a good in between sock. No. To be didn't... fair. This, I just grabbed a Disney shirt for this, which is... That's this. a Disney shirt? It's, yeah, it's, small it's, world. It's, it's a small world mixed with Sublime's album cover for 40 Ounce of Freedom. I thought it was just yeah. Sublime. Yeah, it's from 100 Acre Hood. They make uh, parody shirts yeah. of like famous albums. I almost wore my Miko and Flit shirt today. Yeah, but I thought I was going to look fat. Turns out I just still do anyway, so <laughs> could have worn it. Could have just saying um other right. thoughts on this movie andrew um, i feel like i've dominated this. well hopefully i don't get bitched at anymore or yelled at but 
I really thought it was like really, really, really incredible. Well, so talk a little bit about. I really love the movie. Um, so I know a lot of people are kind of like really enjoying the fact that it's kind of like putting uh like a a highlight on like queer culture and LGBTQIA plus community. I didn't get any of that out of well, it. Well, that I was going to ask you like None what of that. is I it didn't because get any of attempted- like. Gay well, positivity in that movie. Well, I feel like having Artie in there brings that in. And Cruella kind of has some like, um, I don't know like the right way to say it because, you know, I'm just like a stupid I mean, white them girl, featuring so. Artie in the movie, it, what, the reason I don't say it's like a breakthrough kind of queer thing is because literally all they did was allowed a character to be gay. Well, that, okay. So that was going to be my thing. Like, I feel like they just had like an openly gay character you know, with a more and, flamboyant, like flamboyant style. the fact that style. they did it, it's in the 60s, he's rocker. 70s, it's in the sorry, 70s. Sorry, 70s rocker, fashion, gay. In right? London. You know what I mean? In London. So they were very specific about how they did it. It's not just like, here's a random person that would be in any other movie and they're just gay. Yeah. Because I was I was curious to get your, your take on that because I had seen so much of it in the press that that was like a big thing. And then when I saw it, I was kind of like, I feel like I missed that a little bit. Like yeah, I didn't get maybe that I'm not sense. picking up on something. Um, but I guess, you know, maybe it's different for, you know, person to person. They can just kind of relate. Or, It'd be or one not. thing if they like, you know, it was him and his husband that ran the shop and th- there was some kind of element to their story that they featured in the movie. Like, you know, some kind of struggle or something going on and tied it to like what gays went through in the 60s and 70s that we don't experience now and kind of really made like a tribute yeah. of some kind. But it, it wasn't. It was just a character. It almost feels like um, they just took like a gay guy and threw him in and was like, eh. Yeah, it's checking a box. Yeah. yeah and I threw, I threw this up on the screen. Um, unfortunately, her name's not showing. But Jessica uh, Rodriguez Herman said it humanized Cruella, but they did the stereotypical gay tropes. He's gay, he's flamboyant, and he likes clothing. Yes. Bingo. It exactly. just felt like, okay, he's gay. And it's nothing different than they would do in a 90s sitcom. Yeah. And and I feel like there was a missed opportunity because you could have made Cruella a queer person, a queer woman in this movie. But and that you could have been really a different way to go about it. Yeah. Dove into that because like there's no love interest for her in that which is Mm -mm. great we don't need that in every movie they kind of allude to jasper having feelings for her but like you never see her respond she never reciprocates that and i feel you could have dug into that a little bit Mm -hmm. and and brought that to the forefront along with having Artie there and maybe showcasing him in in a more prominent fashion way uh prominent fashion that's just stupid of me to say because he's into in a way. fashion it just it just kind of just came out you know just like all tied together right there but um, no just like my whole thing is the only way for in my opinion to for not just from a gay perspective but all inclusivity for things it's to just kind of normalize it not say let's take the most stereotypical version of this and plug it in here to say we we checked the box and we did it and look we featured you yeah because that, in a way, almost is the opposite. It's like, oh, we represented this with a very flamboyant, stereotypical, what somebody would consider gay. But to me, that's also part of the problem is in society, people say, oh, that's a stereotypical gay well, person. Well, that's the thing. It's like they use a stereotype and think like, oh, we're representing someone. Which, like, stereotypes are a thing for a reason. Like, there are people that are flamboyant and into fashion and they happen to be gay, but there are plenty of straight people or plenty of bi people, plenty of non-binary people that are the same fucking way. Mm-hmm. So like her two buddies, 
it'd be one thing like if they were gay in the movie right like what let's would, say what they were gay, together what would a gay jasper or horace look like bingo it could have looked just like them what that's about what I'm like a bisexual <laughs> cruella easy why aren't we exploring this yeah it's one of those things where if they would have just i don't know i feel like it could have been done i think they tried too hard so much better well i feel like they didn't try hard enough i feel like they kind of just like phoned it in almost and like as much as I liked Artie as a character and I liked having him there, he really didn't he he didn't elevate the plot at all, really. He was kind of used as like a prop. Yes, yeah, she in the used film. him hard. Yeah. And, you know, I would have liked to have seen him like have his Which moment. there again, they're just there's a gay person just getting used because they're yeah. good at sewing and being gay. Yeah, you know, yeah. like Thanks, Disney. Yeah. What about his educational background? Right. What about his opinions and his thoughts what and his about astrology? His trauma? Yeah, what about his trauma? I do want to say one of the other cool things about all the... Because fa- we did mention it earlier, but there is so many different interesting fashion outfits in this. Is that... Like, we know that there's going to be a bunch of people dressed as Cruella this Halloween. But unlike when, like, Joker comes out and everyone dresses as the same Joker, you're going to have, like, 10 or 15 different love it types of cruellas out at halloween and that's going to be kind of cool and exciting drag to see. is gonna love it yeah oh for sure this movie was made for the drag crowd more than anybody i feel I, like it, i and i see that a little bit too there's a little bit in of that drag-esque yeah and everything very it very had a little drag. it for me it was like a little bit uh devor's prada a little project runway little mtv music video like you were saying like kind of punk funk um a little I, oceans I liked 11 it. Yeah, Little Ocean's Eleven. Actually, you know what? I would say uh, a little more like uh, Fast and the Furious. Like that kind of tempo. <laughs> Fast and Furious. I mean, I think it was an enjoyable movie. I, I, I enjoyed my time watching it. Um, I would watch it again. It's, again, it's a little long for me personally, but I liked it. I mean, I spent 30 fucking dollars to watch it. So. Are you able to like pause it and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Do you own so it now? So streaming it. Yeah, I, sh- I think I have access to it anytime now. Okay. I don't know. Don't screw me over, Disney Plus. Don't do this to me. You should say that you had an issue with the streaming and get your money back. And... Like I didn't mean to click that and watch <laughs> the full two hours. It was, my, it was my dog. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I'm so sorry. My dog did it that. Wasn't, it wasn't even me. It wasn't even me. I've never seen the movie. <laughs> What's Disney Plus? What is this? Be like, ma'am, have you watched Frozen 2 13 times in the last month alone? Be like, yes, but I don't know what that has to do with this. Be like, well, this account shows that it's played. I'm like, shut up. Uh, I bought this TV from somebody. Yeah, I don't know what's... I just moved in here. It was it was furnished already. We did Stuff know. was already turned on. Oh, God. But, I mean... That's really, I'm probably going to go watch the movie again, 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 and then I'll have more things to say. It's hard to really give a full kind of feedback and review after seeing it once. But well, yeah, I feel like on rewatches, you see things you didn't catch before and you you build appreciations for things. Yeah. Um, if you haven't watched it, watch it. Do it. It's it's worth the rewatch, too, I would imagine. Obviously, I haven't rewatched it yet, but I plan to. Um, just, again, cause for the fashion alone, it was sick. Just don't see it in theaters. Because you want to be able to pause it and go to the bathroom if you need to, so you don't miss mm-hmm. anything and waste money. So yeah, yeah. I'm re- also really glad you can't see my calves right now. <laughs> we will share a photo of her calves 
they're eventually. bigger they're bigger than andrews and i'm embarrassed so thank god for that i need some i need some fashion tips on how to how to hide these honkers whoa put them down the floor shook a little watch out these tree trunks will get you <laughs> jesus <laughs> All right. Well, how long have we been freaking talking? We've been about? going fifty minutes. Jesus. Oh my God. Is anyone we still are even so listening sorry to us? If anybody's still my watching. Oh God. Yeah. We've for probably real. just been talking to ourselves for thirty-five minutes. That's okay. But I honestly prefer it that way. We find out there's like no internet and like we're we're not even <laughs> streaming this whole thing. Uh, well, it's all just a amazing. dream. We're just actually dead. <laughs> We've this actually is died. Hell. Yeah. This is where we live now. Is Matt, hell is Matt's house. <laughs> Can you imagine? This fake ass looking Mr. Rogers on my face. Like, but that's, what is that's this? actual Mr. Rogers though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah that's that's the documentary. actually yeah. very oh, photoshopped. Yeah. Matt, Matt has uh, just a giant Mr. Rogers. It's like a poster. weird museum in here. It, it, it's like a sad, creepy museum. Yeah. There's some cool things like the Harry Potter books are pretty. pretty like sweet. a museum made of things from a from a middle like aged flea man's, market, like yeah, flea market finds full of nothing but like nostalgia and record shop stuff oh. and weird art from streets, street art, <laughs> weird street art, weird street. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good way to put it. But weird art from streets is actually, I think, my preferred way to refer to street art now. What I will give him, though, is I'm like, what the fuck is this supposed to be? He's like, oh, well, this person I know who did this, this, and this painted it. So at least it has a tie to him. Yeah, I don't know how you remember those things. I just be like, I don't know where the hell that came from. He walks around before we get here and, like, studies it all. <laughs> he's like he's like checking his notes and everything. Like, okay, where is this, this is from? Princess Julia's okay, Prince, third a, child. I, I slept over <laughs> at her apartment during Comic-Con yeah. in 2004. Eventually, it's... <laughs> so I went, 2004. I went to this. I went to this museum one time, and I'll set this up one day, where it's like, you just get a headphones with, like, an iPad, and it just, like, tells you about everything as you walk around and look at it. Yes. Just little QR codes that people can scan. I would love that if you took the time to set that up for every one of you. And I want you to put one on the the butt plug thing on the staircase. Yes. He has a butt plug at the bottom of his stairs as, like, the... What, what do you call that? Like the, what is the that? The cap on the, the end post. Of the stair, <laughs> yeah, what the, hell is the that like called? cap. What is that? Is that like it's a, a butt plug he has sitting there? <laughs> like literally a-, a massive butt plug, wooden butt plug. And you I get, you don't get know why, but it's clever, you know. I mean, I guess you know. If should you need it? Yeah, there's only two it's chairs there. down there in the dining room. So if there's a third yeah. person, <laughs> sit on the oh, butt plug. I guess that's what it's for. Yeah, there it is. Or you can like oh. slide down the banister and have a little hop Ooh. at the end. <laughs> Start your day. Yeah. I don't know. That's fun, I guess. Cool. Hey. Hey. Well, <laughs> thank you for joining us. This was a good time. Um, if you stuck in there, uh, bless you. Sorry you didn't have anything heart. better to do. It's Tuesday. None of us do. That's why we're here. <laughs> anyway, you know where to contact us. Um, I have kind of forgotten myself. I think there's the Disneyto. Facebook page where you're at Disneydo on Instagram. Well, they could be watching us. You on could the go Disney to our page. Facebook, which is Disneydo. Where you are right now, maybe, maybe not. You could email um, us, which is Disneydo Podcast at gmail dot com. Or you could tweet Matt. Yeah, and maybe, just maybe, there'll be more of these. <gasps> maybe, maybe monthly. 
We'll do a monthly Disneydo, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. It's supposed to be a surprise, I thought. But in the meantime, Roaring Twenties. Roaring Twenties is still happening. We still just talk about life. We did um, a fun little episode today. There was absolutely no structure. I'm sure you're shocked. We just talked about MySpace and did MySpace surveys. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's if literally that's, all we did. If that's something you're interested in listening to, uh, if you're into that, that's your kink. We recommend we it. We got you. Um, and we love you. Yeah, probably. Maybe. But we don't. Some some of you know. I do love you, though, number three. You know who you are. How many how many people do you think are on here of the four of the four? It's just our exes. I was gonna say how many? (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) It's just our exes watching. Oh, they dropped off. No, just kidding. (laughs) Could you imagine? I would love that. I don't know. I love. I would love that for you. I love that for you. If you're watching, call me. Leo, sup? If you're into mediocre chubby girls. He just like giggled and ran away from his computer. (laughs) Called out. (laughs) Hit me up, Leo. I'm ready. NBD. Just some celeb gossip. All right. We love you. And this has been a Disneydo live stream. Hey. Bye. Hey. Throw them on the floor. She needs a cup as a prop. Have you not watched any talk show ever? (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) And I do a skirt. Oh, don't make me laugh. I'm trying to drink. I'm trying to drink. Oh, it's like us retired Disneydos. We're sober now. (laughs) We joined Matt in sobriety. (laughs) But not celibacy. (laughs) But not celibacy. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing that. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.